Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, Live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. My name is Pedro Fernandez and welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we come to you live from the Sports Byline Studios, live on sportsbyline.com iHeartRadio, check out the Sports Byline channel. Of course, there's always Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Are you listening to me in your car? Channel 211, straight up. We're live and all around the world each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Now, let's get to the subject at hand. Boxing, combat sports. Of course, tonight, Javante Davis, the tank, came in a couple of pounds of weight, lost the weight, came back about an hour and a half, two hours later, made the weight of 134 and a half pounds. Take that back. 138, 134.8. The weight limit is 135. Of course, the WBA lightweight championship is on the line when he takes on the former champion, uh, champion of a lighter weight, though. Good, good fighter. The greatest fighter I thought to ever come out of Cuba until he decided, well, I'm not going to dedicate myself. I'm talking about Yuri Gamboa. Good fighter. Could have been a great fighter straight up. Dedication is his problem. We've got a lot of fights happening around the world. Of course, there's boxing night in Managua, Nicaragua. And the reason why I bring that up, of course, was my man Alexis Arguello. And there's boxing in Panama as well. Roberto Duran's car, uh, hometown of Panama City, has got a fight card tonight. And it's at the Nueva Gym. And it's free admission. So you got it going on, folks. Boxing all over the world, of course, tonight. Javante Davis and... Yuri Gambo, and of course, the co-feature, the man we had last week, Badu Jack, the former champion, looking to get back the WB light heavyweight title against Gene Pascal. We've got open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Hey, hey, you tune to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and about a 1,000 other internet platforms. You can be a million places where you listen to Ring Talk live worldwide. Thank you so much. Stay tuned after the break. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800 iHeartRadio, an app so powerful. It holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. January 1994, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. takes on Frankie Randall, an unheralded underdog, although he was a hell of a fighter and a great amateur. Of course, Randall would win. I mean, going away, I think it was a split decision, but he would win over 12 rounds, and I mean, he won that fight going away, no doubt about it. Of course, to beat Chavez, the WBC franchise at that point in time was a historical moment. Four or five months later, they come back, May the 7th, of course, 1994 again. It was a technical decision. People say to me, you know, 
after watching Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. quit like he did a couple of weeks ago, you know, whining and barking and like a little bitch and all that kind of shit. Anyway, the bottom line was they said to me, his father wouldn't have done that. Wait, wait, wait. His father did do that. I just mentioned it. May the 7th, 1994. Of course, he turned his back. He and Frankie Randall, their heads came together. Chavez started bleeding. He turned his back and walked away. I mean, surrendered, okay? They stopped the fight, and somehow they gave the fight to Julio Cesar Chavez. This is one of the biggest atrocities ever in the history of the world of bunco and chicanery. I'm talking about the World Boxing Council, okay? It was. Who Suleiman would even want to talk to me? Wouldn't even take my phone calls. He knew. He knew. Bottom line was, it was a bad night for the WBC. It was a bad night for Frankie Randall, but a good night for Julio Cesar Chavez. Much like that night with Pernell Whitaker down there in Texas when Julio got that gift 12-round draw. Of course, me and Jack Tatum betting that night. The NFL, great. But the bottom line is, Back to Chavez, senior. He, you know, he pulled that against Randall. His kid pulls it a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, you know, I got to give Danny Jacobs all the credit because Danny, J- Danny Jacobs was beating, beating him up, just beating him up. But you don't quit like it. See, here's what's up. I tried to explain quitting to somebody that knows a whole lot about quitting. I'm talking about Roberto Duran's ex-manager, Hector Martinez, okay? And I said to him, I said, what compels somebody to quit? It would n- I would never be compelled to quit. The one time I stopped the fight was when I looked across the ring at Ernie Chavez. There were six Ernie Chavez's standing there. Not one, six of them. And I didn't know which referee to talk to because there was three referees. Didn't know, right? So I'm saying so I was confused. Too many people in the ring. Uh, I bowed out. But the bottom line is I didn't consider myself quitting. I was a beaten man at that point in time, and I was willing to admit it, okay? That was my resignation. Okay, Chavez didn't resign that way. You know, he quit and said he had a broken nose, did this. They took him to the hospital. First of all, I didn't even recognize him with his bleach blonde or his blue hair or whatever was going on with that guy, what kind of freaky world he's living in. But the bottom line is here's a guy that got laid before a fight at the L.A. Forum. I told you about that. The referee went in there to give him final instructions, and guess what? Julio's banging some chicken the chogger in the shower. You got to come back when the junior's done. Oh, man, you got to be kidding me. Same kid. San Jose, California, didn't even shave. I asked him, how do you shave? Do you shave? He goes, no, I use a scissor. He used a scissor to cut the, cut the hair off his face. The guy wasn't uh, a man, per se, of course. And he was pushed into the world of boxing as Julio Cesar Chavez's son, which is a hell of a lot of pressure to assume. I mean, at one point in time, before, he beat, before Randall beat him, Chavez was 89-0, of course, at 89-0-1-1. But I got to say, there was a little bit of controversy in Chavez's record. Of course, early on, he was disqualified, and Jose Suleiman changed it from a loss to a no contest. I kid you not, that's a matter of fact. I almost got stabbed for it in Las Vegas in a bar one night, but I stood up for what was right. I mean, there's no, there's no alternative facts, be it in the politics or in the world of boxing. Of course, they both sort of go hand in hand there, boxing and politics. Straight up, Wilder and Fury looks like the rematch is set for February. At that point, at this point in time, we bring in the PhD of boxing. That's right, the brain himself. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer from the Bronx. What's up, Mr. PhD? A very good morning to you, sir, or good afternoon. Good morning, Pedro. How are you? Excellent, man. Good fights on TV. Of course, Javante Davis tonight uh, going after the WBA lightweight title, looking to remain unbeaten now. Was he 22-0, 21-wax, taking on a very, very good fighter. And, you know, but he's a good fighter, sort of like past his peak. We have to talk about the fact that Yuri Gamboa gave gave uh, uh, Mr. the guy from Omaha, Nebraska, Terrence Crawford, he gave him hell at 135 pounds. Yeah, I mean... This would have been a great fight five years ago, you know, or at least five years ago in Gamboa's career. Um, and the irony is they kind of mirrored each other a little bit. Uh, they, are they share similarities? Uh, they both have been arrested. Uh, uh, Gamboa with uh, TV issues several years ago. 
they both have missed weight in the past. Physically, they're kind of similar. They're stocky, uh, short, very fast hands, both with great power. And wonder if Tank Davis is going to mirror Gamboa to the extent of unfulfilled potential. I mean, he's a very impressive fighter when you when you see him. And in his short career, has some really good wins. I mean, he smoked the, uh, the former Puerto Rican champion. Um, uh, I, I can't remember his name, that Fort Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Um, very impressive. And he knocked him out, you know. Um, and you still wonder if the outsiders, the, 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 the celeb, that he doesn't catch that Zab Judah, Adrian Broner disease of trying to be a celebrity before uh, a great fighter. You know, um, Gambo at the eight, what can you expect? You know, uh, do you expect him to turn back the clock? I don't see that happening, you know, especially those guys at the lightweights age quicker. It's almost like a, like a small dog, like a, like a mm-hmm. chronically a Yorkie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Yorkies don't live uh, <laughs> a long, don't have a long shelf life, you know, and does Gamboa have it? I mean, you know, he has PD street maybe if he's on it again you know i don't know what this, what this <laughs> oh man okay i don't what? know i'm, try, I'm trying to I, uh, now one thing i must say yesterday was a very bad job by davis pushing gamble i mean how much trash can happen between two guys that speak two different languages I'm going to answer me that one. Yeah, I know. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's switch gears. Let's talk about Badoo Jack and Gene Pascal for the WBA light heavyweight title. And of course, Badoo Jack was on the show last week. Very confident, cocky young man with three draws, 22 and 2 with three draws. Um, who wins that fight and why? That's an interesting fight. I mean, about a year and a half ago, you asked me about John Pascal. I thought he was, you know, shot. And he pulled off a big upset. Um, beating Marcus Brown, yeah. uh, he's physically he he is just a genetic freak. I mean, he's ripped up at the weigh-in, and he's always had that type of physique. He doesn't have any bad habits outside the ring, and, and I guess it's paid off in, in the later years. Um, and Baru Jack, his his biggest uh, probably renowned for for fighting through that mask of blood that he had a that mm-hmm. grotesque cut. I'd probably have to favor Badu Jack, you know, just the smiles on on him than than uh, John Pascal, but Pascal could punch, and he's just uh, very relentless. So I wonder if, if Badu's going to be able to to keep the old man off of him. But I'm well, I'm leaning towards uh, Jack. The PhD Socrates Palmer is our guest. Well, Sock, I got to ask you this: you know, boxing used to die in the month of December. December seventh was like that was it. Like they didn't have a card like with Arturo Gotti in Atlantic City, or they'd find some way HBO would to uh, finish off the boxing year the first week in December, and then it was dead until like maybe mid January or late January. But with the apps, boxing's a year round year round thing now. Yeah, you, you, it's very rare to get uh, a world-class fighter like Davis fighting this late in the year. Um, it's a good thing. I mean, there's more opportunities for, for fighters. Uh, more people get to eat, uh, so to speak. Uh, and at the end of the day, the fans win. You know, it's 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 a great thing. It's just the one thing that us as fight fans do not have to succumb to is that we're not seasonal. You know, there's no off season and. And it's a global sport, so there shouldn't be a reason why 
these dates should not be more spread out. I mean, I guess it's easy for me to say, but yeah, I'm sure no fighter wants to go through a, a diet during Christmas. But you know, it's it's a it's a good thing. It's a good thing for boxing and having a, a nice fight just uh, lately. Well, Davis came in at a pound and a pound and a half over, so I guess he did have some problems dieting in December. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-7529 or, or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Text us here in the studio, the number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Remember, Ring Talk listeners, truth doesn't have a side. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You know, he went on the road to beat Vladimir Klitschko in a fight. He was a 6-1 underdog. Here he is on the road against... Deontay Wilder looking for all the world like he's pulling another upset. There's a right cross that lands for Fury. Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know. The rematch is set for February. Deontay Wilder, of course, and Tyson Fury hooking it up at the uh, Staples Center in Los Angeles about, a, about a, well, almost a year ago. Bottom line is these guys will do the rematch. We go to the PHE. Now, who's got the upper hand here coming in, Wilder or Fury? Uh, with the upper hand, I would have to give it to Wilder uh, just for the fact that he has. Uh, he has garnered, garnered the less miles. I think uh, Mr. Fury had a rough outing uh, his last time out. I'm against a tough um, fighter from Finland, and uh, I don't. I'm still not convinced that uh, his face is going to be healed up. In Me time. neither. Those are those are some ugly cuts. Now, while there's not a sharp shooting puncher, he's not Larry Holmes. You know that would have you know. Spooked me taking advantage of that scar tissue. So, you know, okay, I mean, if everything is even, you know, and they're both active, who's the better fighter, the better man? Tyson Fury. Gun to my head. He's, he's, he's just the more polished fighter. He's just as big as Wilder. He's got faster hands. He's shown heart. I mean, we, we haven't seen Deontay Wilder tested yet um, other than uh, the Ortiz fight. So, I would have to lean Fury, but Wilder could look like the biggest bum for 35 <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds, but all it takes is one right hand. He's, he is blessed with power that, you know, that is, you know, once in a lifetime, and that, that, that could happen. I mean, Tyson Fury could win 35 minutes, you know, of that, that night and then get careless and boom, it's over. So it's a great fight, uh, it's the type of fight that will bring 
the non-hardcore box fans. So it, it should be a really exciting night. The Charlo brothers were in action the last couple of weeks. Called Jamal Charlo and Jamal Charlo. Of course, Jamal is thirty and zero. He is the uh, WBC, I think, one hundred and thirty, one hundred and sixty pound champion. And Jamal Charlo now is the WBC one hundred and fifty four pound champion. The Iron Man, thirty three and one, came back with a win over Tony Harrison. Was Tony Harrison's cockiness did that catch that cost him, or was he? Was what was going on there? How'd you break down the end of that fight? I don't know if it was cockiness as much as. This carelessness, a little overconfidence. I mean, I had uh, Tony win the fight. I thought he was doing some really good things, you know, especially landing some body shots and and looking like this just the more well-rounded fighter. I mean, and he had zero respect for for Charlo's uh, punching power. Uh, I think his knockdown early <laughs> was a little bit off balance type mm-hmm. of deal. Um, and but once again, power is is the ultimate X factor in boxing, just like I had mentioned earlier with, with uh, Deontay Wilder. And, and uh, credit to Mr. Carlo, he took care of business. The fight, you can argue whether it was uh, prematurely stopped, but I think that's what we're going to hear going forward. You know, here's here's the thing with the stoppage. Hector thought that the stop should have taken place after the second knockdown if he was going to stop it, and that and that in that flurry that that Harrison was up against the ropes, he knew he only had a few seconds to go in that round, and and he was covering up, and none of those blows got through. They just they just they were they were throw blows thrown in volume, and I think Reese just got caught up right in there. And you know, but let's give Jack the benefit of the doubt because we'd rather have him stopping the fight one punch early than one punch later. Correct. Absolutely, and I think that's going to be the, not the way, but I don't want to say the word way, but I think that's what the refs are going to do. I think that, that um, it's going to be pounded into their heads in, in meetings with commissions and, and sanctioning bodies. You don't want that blow in your hands, and you know you may, get, you may not get an, another Gaddy Ward type of fight ever again, Diego Corrales-Castillo type of fight again. Good, you know, um, good. You know, it's, yeah, I mean... It's, how can I, say? I mean, as boxing fans, we're hypocrites sometimes. I mean, we, we we want we want the safety, but we also want to see the blood and guts and, and the guy pick himself up when he can't see and land that miracle right hand like Corrales did. You know, I I don't I, 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 I don't know. I I am really I'm 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 weird. I'm I'm wow. Because you know, I knew Diego before and after. Before box, mm-hmm. before boxing, ticket the residual effects of that Castillo fight took over. I mean, he went to jail. There's all kinds of things. He had domestic issues with his ex-wife. All kinds of nasty issues in his life because of alcohol. Okay, and of course, what happened? He was on. He was drunk and he was riding a motorcycle and he drove through an intersection. Uh, you know, like he shouldn't have driven through the intersection. It was like, don't red light, bang. He hits a car and he dies. So, as far as the residual effects that 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 he suffered from. I don't think it was worth me watching that fight. I don't think I got enough entertainment value out of that fight to see him in the condition he was in later. Feel me? I, I hear you. I hear you. And also looking at it from the next fighter's uh, perspective as well, you know, and um, which I totally respect. Um, but that fight is his legacy. You know, that's yeah, oh, yeah. You, you think of Corrales. I mean, that's what you think of. You know, it's, it's just that will... It was just one of the great moments in sports, you know, um, from everything from uh, uh, Mr. Goosen uh, putting the, the mouthpiece back in his mouth saying, I'm going to stop it. It was just, it was just great, great uh, theater.
You know, I was with him in um, in, in Uncasville, up there, I think, at the Foxwoods, when he fought the WBO 135-pound champion. And, and I, I was touched that night. It was his... Yeah, when he when he beat Freitas and Nassim Freitas, yeah, and he beat Freitas and I, Dan Goose and I, we shot a lot of video that night. Fabio Flores was a video guy. We shot a lot of video that night, and that was his. That was you know that was really his. I mean, even though the 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 the, uh, the, the, the fights they don't that put him in his grave. I think those two fights that put him in his grave were, were horrific fights, and people thought you know the first fight was one of the greatest fights of all time, and. I just don't know. I, I really thought that Diasolino Freitas, that when he won that day, I give him props for that. Diego Krause. That's the way I want to remember Diego, not the guy that got that 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 Gary Shaw says committed suicide, got drunk and, and ran and ran into a, a car in an intersection on purpose. That's what Gary Shaw told me. He didn't want to live anymore. And I don't know if Gary was popping off, but that's, that's what Gary said on the show. I didn't feel too good about that, but that's that's what his promoter said. I've heard that before. Also, I've heard that before. Um, and just that night, um, just harkening back, I was there. Such a great crowd, you know, the big Brazilian community in the New England area. And when he hit, uh, when he hit Fritz, and he he lifted him off the ground with, with one of the knockdowns. It was it was brilliant. And yeah, very once again, uh, man gone before his time. And you know, it's like that. Uh, Cutman, Cutman, who Cutman, who was the guy that was at at that card that night that wrote the on, on the waterfront movie, the on the waterfront movie? What was his name? Remember? Anyway, uh, he'll think of it in a second. Anyway, he was there that night. I interviewed this guy and that night. Um, he wrote on the waterfront with Marlon Brando and all that kind of good stuff. He was a big boxing fan, mm-hmm. and for some reason, right now, my weed smoking ass can't come up with the the name. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's he, a bit he was of, a screenwriter for it. Yeah, he was. Uh, a, I, yeah, Jack was it? Jack? Some? Oh God! We'll get to that in just a second. Anyway, you are tuned to the you are tuned to the not so astute Ring Talk Live Worldwide host Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> I can't, the guy had. I mean, we did this interview together. He was ninety four years old at the time. I'll never forget wow. it. He was ninety four. We sat down for like twenty minutes. We watched the fights together. He was telling me about Brando and telling me about all the different stars in Hollywood and, and how you know Desi Arnaz was a piece of spit and he used the word H. I mean, you know, was really? Jack. Jack. Anyway, we'll get to it in just a minute. Um, back to boxing tonight. This is good. The end of the year boxing. All far, all, all in all, the year has been a been a pretty good year. As this decade's coming to an end, is there a fighter of the decade in in your mind? A fighter of the decade, you know, I I was thinking about this all throughout the week, and you can make an argument for Andre Ward. Uh, although the Super Six started right at the tail end of the previous decade in '09, mm-hmm. but as far as just a street fighter accomplishing accomplishing great things, um, I'm. It may go Andre Ward and also Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, I mean, his two most country, well, his two most renowned losses happened in this decade, the, the knockout against Marquez and then the robbery against Bradley. But he's still kicking at a high level now. <laughs> you know, it's just sick. And, of course, Mayweather, yes, he made the most money, but, you know, when you have a fight like Conor McGregor and Andre Berto, you know, I, I'm, I'm leaning Pacquiao. Good point. 
Uh, Bud Schoberg was a 94-year-old man that wrote On the Waterfront. He was the guy that sat with me. In fact, we're going to play that interview next week here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Mr. PhD, you have a wonderful week with your wife and your child, and your child, of course, and your agent. Say hello to her for me. Wish them all I the best. Happy New Year 2020. You are the man, Socrates. I thank you so much for your time each week, man. You could be a million places. The fact that you spent some time with us, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, bro. Likewise, Pedro. Love you. All the best to all the listeners in the 2020. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide via Sports Byline. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com That's MoneyASAP.com MoneyASAP.com If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Question for Andy. It was the party of the year made better by frozen pizza at 4 a.m. until your stomach turned into a churning mess of New Year's regret. For your first resolution, do you A, vomit, B, drink the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine. Take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get Nauzine now in the purple box at Walmart or your favorite store. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash today? Have bad credit or maxed out cards? GotLoans.com can help. GotLoans.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 100 different lenders. You can get up to $5,000 with no paperwork. Get your cash as soon as tomorrow. Just have a checking account and a regular income source. For the personal loan you need now, whatever your credit, it's GotLoans.com. On your smartphone or computer, GotLoans.com. There's not a guy in this room that really gives a rat ass about candlelight dinners. <laughs> Women seem to think we like them, but, you know, it's never our idea. I mean, does he have them with his friends when you're not around? Absolutely not. 
during the Super Bowl. Okay, Bob, you get the Doritos. I'll get the candles. First down, yes! You make a candlelight dinner for a guy. Believe me, he's sitting there squirming in his chair. I can't see the goddamn potato. This sucks. The hell did she make? What is this, a turd, a piece of corn? Honey, at least put on the TV. Get some light over here. So romantic. It's right up there. We're taking a bath or a shower together. Cannot tell you how many times I come home at night. The wife will have a little bath made. She doesn't get it. She has candles in the bathroom like some kind of voodoo sacrifice. What are you doing? Oh, I made us a bath. You made us a bath. You ever see me take a bath? No. I don't take a bath. I can't even get my own fat butt in the tub without my feet halfway up the wall. We've tried this before. It doesn't work. I always get the side with the faucet in my back. Ow! Ow! Yeah, honey, I'd love to get a heart on. There doesn't seem to be any room. Taking a shower together. That really sucks, fellas. See, women like that because they're the ones under the hot water. We're standing there like a moron with a shriveled up and suffer in our face. This is terrific, honey. I got no penis. I got shampoo in my eyes. Let me know when there's no more hot water. It'll be my turn. I'll be right over here. I'm cold. I'm naked. My looks like a stack of buttons. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. My buddy, the one, the only, Bobby Slayton. Been on this show a few times in the past. Of course, I've been seeing Slayton since 1981. Sid Yidvicious and, of course, the Pitbull of Comedy. Call, call him either nickname, he won't run. I uh, want to mention the fact that Scriber St. Stephen's listening, of course, online. He's one of our new listeners coming to us via the Facebook page, one of the Facebook pages. And he's a friend of the Vera Williamson. I remember I did the Vera Williamson on ESPN. And, of course, this was his big fight on ESPN. I was a ring announcer, and I called him Deverill instead of Deverill. Deverill. I blew his first name. All oh, that was a pain in the butt, and that was a big embarrassment. You know, you don't do that. I, I practiced the name beforehand. Somehow I went out there, and I choked on live TV. Hey, that's, that's, my, that's, that's my claim to fame right there. Not really, but the bottom line is he was a good guy. Great heavyweight. Knocked down Klitschko, I think, in one fight, but couldn't close the deal when it came to the heavyweight championship. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA, of course. Last week, the Korean zombie knocked out Frank Yeager. Frank Yeager, a UFC fighter, of course, a former lightweight champion at 155 pounds. Won that title, I thought, a bit, as a bit of a fluke because he's a small guy. He's like a midget. It's like a midget playing, playing in the NBA. I mean, that's how small he looked against the Korean zombie. I mean, holy cow. It's like Will Chamberlain and some 5-foot, 10-inch guy, like a foot difference. Holy cow. But the Korean zombie didn't take too long. In front of 11,000 people paid, of course, in Busan, South Korea, knocked him out. Knocked out Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar is no more. The Korean zombie, can I say, is, is the real deal. He's a fighter. Of course, I was afraid for Brian Ortega to go over there. Brian Ortega being one of my favorite guys. When I say favorite guys, as I look at young men, I say to myself, you know, he's got the ability to fight. He's got other abilities as well. I mean, outside of the ring or outside of the octagon, I think they'd be good for the community and good for the world at large. And Brian Ortega was my guy for like my, my nominee for all time good guy. He could fight. He looked good. He spoke Spanish. He spoke English. He was well. He put t- put together a couple of charitable foundations. Guy's a benevolent guy. I liked him. Okay, and then, of course he ran into Max Holloway. And it wasn't running into Max Holloway. Max Holloway was the world featherweight champion at the time. Of course, he lost his title a couple of weeks ago. But you know, Max just beat him 
to death almost. I mean, it was just like it was one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life as far as sports were concerned. They just let this guy take a beating and beating and be- he was bleeding like you wouldn't believe. I thought that maybe they would, you know, give him a blood uh, a blood transfusion between the rounds. That's how much he was bleeding. I'm talking about Brian Ortega. Anyway, he was 21-0 at the time. They could have stopped this fight after two rounds and said, you know, the kid's going to lose. He's getting beat up. That's enough. We can stop it right now. He doesn't have to take all this punishment. But no, the bloodthirsty people in the UFC sent him out there for another round and a half, another two rounds. Made him go out there. His corner wouldn't stop the fight. The doctor wouldn't stop the fight. Ortega's got intestinal fortitude like you wouldn't believe. Um, he's got stones the size of an elephant, not a hamster. Okay, so he's he's going for it. I mean, unlike me. I mean, I think Brian Ortega looked across the octagon, and when he saw four or five Frankie Edgar's or four or five, four, four or five Max Holloway's, he decided to go forward. I said, nah, I ain't. When I saw four or five guys standing across the ring from me and it was only supposed to fight one of these guys, I said, I had enough. But Brian Ortega, being the battler that he is, the true warrior that he is, he just kept going. Of course, he was pulled out of this fight with the Korean zombie Chan Sung Hung at the last minute because of the fact that he tore his ACL. Yikes, career might be over. Anyway, um, he, Edgar falling in three minutes and 18 seconds. Frankie Edgar should think about giving it up. He says his future is at 135, man. Your future is, well, you got no future fighting. You're 39 years old. I mean, come on, man. Take it. Take a hint. Walk away. Co-feature, uh, Volcan Osmer, a light heavyweight I thought had some promise, beat Alexander Rocket with a split decision, 29-28, uh, twice, and then one judge had it 29-28 the other way. That is a split decision when two judges go one way and one judge goes the other way. Now, if the judge went with a uh, 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 one guy had an even or two guys had even, it would be a majority decision, but this was a split decision. Some other fights on the card, the Koreans won one, two, three, Four Koreans won, but the bottom line is, eh, who cares? Bottom of South Korea, rocking and rolling as far as combat sports concerned. 11,000 people putting together a good card. Of course, next up on the UFC calendar, the unworthy one, Conor McGregor. Man, if ever there was a piece of spit, and I mean piece of spit with an H, it's Connor. And I'm not, not, I'm not rapping the Irish guy, nothing like that. This is an ethnic thing. This is him personally. I mean, come on, man. The guy's a piece of work. He threw that hand truck at that bus. People got charged of glass in their eye. Of course, he didn't face any criminal charges for that. The UFC didn't do nothing about that. But then when Khabib jumps over the cage and Khabib goes after him, after he says, you know, your father eats uh, feces and all that kind of I mean, he was saying all kinds of horrible stuff. You wouldn't be- I mean, if you if you if, if 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 somebody was telling you your father ate crap, and I didn't and that's put in a nice word. If somebody told you your father ate crap, and you were sitting across the dice, and, yeah, your father eats crap. Your father's a piece of spit. Your father's this. Your fa-. I mean, can you imagine? You don't have a mother. This is your father. This is the most influential person in your life for, for Khabib, okay? And he had to sit there and take that stuff, and and there was nothing done. To Conor McGregor, he didn't face any charges, criminal charges, when the UFC landed that sweetheart deal with the New York DA's office. Of course, they didn't charge him on the assault when he threw the the uh, hand truck through the bus window. Okay, and then he didn't get in trouble when Khabib went over the fence. Like, come on, man! So you suspended suspended Khabib, made a big deal about it. At the end of the day, Conor McGregor is a no good non-worthy, non-dedicated guy, doesn't put 100% together, went into that fight with Floyd Mayweather. Let's be honest, he hustled that fight with Mayweather. More power to him. I'm not envious of the fact he made a bunch of money on that one. I'm not envious of the fact he couldn't spell box to save his life. I'm not envious of anything, okay? I mean, I, I wish him all the best as far as his whiskey and all that other kind of stuff, his endeavors are concerned. But as far as fighting's concerned, the fact he took a guy in Donald Cerrone that had beaten, not beaten once, Beaten twice in succession. He took on a guy that's been beaten twice in succession. Conor McGregor shows you how much intestinal fortitude he really has. This is going to go down at the T-Mobile Arena. 
the 18th of January, 2020. Of course, the main event, Conor McGregor and Cowboy Donald Cerrone, whose uh, <clears throat> middle name should be Journeyman. Also on the card, Double H. I don't know why she just won't go away, man. She's got to be 38, 39 years old. Now, of course, I was a ring announcer for some of her memorable boxing matches down in Albuquerque, New Mexico, places like the Pit and some of those casinos down there. But the bottom line is Holly Holm, former former UFC lightweight. No, get back. <clears throat> former USC Bantamweight champion. Of course, she shocked the world when she beat up Ronda Rousey. And after that point, she ain't won too many fights. I mean, she's like 1-9 and nine or 2-9. and nine. It's some horrible record. And, of course, her and her manager, her promoter, Lenny Fresca, decided they weren't going to do Ronda Rousey in the rematch. They were going to wait and fight somebody else. And, of course, I think Misha Tate showed up and said, so we're going to fight Misha Tate. That's what, that's what Lenny said on the show. <clears throat> we're not doing what the USC wants. <clears throat> we're going to do what we want. We're going to fight Misha Tate. You hear me, Pedro? We're fighting Misha Tate. I said, okay. He fights Misha Tate. Misha Tate licks her like a stamp. Beats her. Okay, Misha Tate wins the title. Holly Holm, I don't think she's won but one fight after that. She just hasn't. She's been beaten up. She's been beaten down. She's older. I mean, come on, man. She was a good representative of of, of, of both of combat sports in general. I mean, they call her the preacher's daughter, and she really is a clean girl. I mean, she's clean. There are no no headlines, no no bad press, nothing like that. She's really a, she is really a nice little girl. But the bottom line is she keeps taking punishment like this. She's not going to be able to spell girl when she's 50 years old. She's taking on Raquel Pennington, who can fight a bit. Of course, these girls going to go down 135 pounds. Three-round fight, three five-minute rounds. So Conor McGregor, Donald Cerrone fight will be five five-minute rounds. And that's where Cerrone should be thinking. Cerrone should be thinking about taking Conor McGregor out there and just laying on him. Make it ugly. Lay on him. Lay on him. Lay on him. Make him get tired. Because Conor's not a 170-pounder anyway. Well, neither really is Cerrone. But make him get tired. Make him get tired. Make Conor work a little bit. Make Conor work three, two, three rounds. We'll see how his gas tank is. And once his gas tank is done, baby, Cerrone can move in for the kill. But outside of that, if Cerrone doesn't um, last him out, Jerome's going to get beat by the power, I think, because Connor can't punch pretty good. Connor, Holly, the co- third co-feature is going to be Alex Olenek taking on Maurice Green. These guys are heavyweights. Another woman's strawway bat on the bout. Uh, Claudia Gadea, she can fight a little bit. She's from Brazil, I believe. Alexa Grasso, these two girls are going to hook it up at strawweight. And the lightweight card, for, uh, lightweight, battle on the, uh, lightweight bat on the card, former lightweight champion, Anthony Pettis, is going to take on Carlos Diego Ferreira. Good luck, Anthony. Of course, that is the main card that's going to be live from the T-Mobile Arena. Call it UFC 246 on the Kofi, the uh, prelim card, which will be on ESPN2. There'll be one, two, three, four fights on that. And then, of course, the early prelim card. Good Lord, man. You get enough UFC, but there's four, one, two, three, four, four fights on USC Fight Pass. I think that starts about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, the only fight I'm really excited about this year I don't need Viagra for is Francis Ngannou. Why do I say that? Because I think he's like the scariest guy I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he really is. Now that he's learned that, you know, you can't mess around, you can't go half-ass into a fight, I don't think he's going to lose. I mean, I really don't. I mean, the fact that Stippy Miocic and he went five rounds for the World Heavyweight Championship, and he almost knocked Miocic out early, and then he got gas, he got tired because the muscles got heavy, and that kind of goes. So great, 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 great strategy on Miocic's part. Of course, Miocic ended up... uh, Losing anyway, we'll get to Miocic in a minute. Of course, losing the heavyweight title and gaining it back. But the bottom line is, I hear he's got a detached retina. God knows how long he'll be out. But this heavyweight bout involving Francis Ngannou and a guy named Rosnick. Well, good luck on Mister Rosnick because I got news for you. Ngannou is not going to lose anytime soon. And I'm, I be, you know what? And people say, "Oh, put your money where your mouth is." I tell you what, I'll put a hundred bucks on Francis Ngannou for his next five fights. And I don't bet on guys. I just don't think that he's going to lose. I, just, I think it's almost impossible for him to lose. I look at the other opposition, the other guys. I mean, Stippy, Stippy's not going to beat him. 
Stippy's I'm Stippy's whether he's got the title or not. Stippy, I think he's got a detached retina from Daniel uh, Danny Cormier poking him in the eye with that that ugly fighting and he does with an open hand. Listen, once the ref once once he poked me in the eye once, I'd have told the referee what was he thinking about Stippy? What was he thinking about? Of course, Cormier fought dirty. He wanted to win. He wanted to win. He wanted to remain champion. Guess what? Didn't happen that way. Cormier now the champion, but he's in exile due to the fact that he has a detached retina. So looking at this ESPN schedule. UFC schedule, eh, what can I say? Khabib and uh, Ferguson, of course. Tony Ferguson, the guy, the guy that poured holy water on his wife. This is a, this is a, I love this. I mean, you'll never hear of this ever, ever. You couldn't write this stuff. This is not the. This is not some some scam of the National Enquirer. They didn't write this up. This is for real. The guy poured holy water on his wife. He is why well, he was freaking out. This is like earlier in the year, 2019. He was freaking out. He was he was going through all these emotional changes. He's a UFC fighter and supposedly he's bipolar or something like that. Anyway, he was he he was pouring holy. He, his wife woke up and he's pouring holy water on her. That would have been enough for me. I know there's a lot of women in my life, maybe, not a lot, but there's probably a couple of women in my life I wouldn't mind pouring holy water on. I thought they were the devil, but the bottom line is he thought his wife was the devil, and he called the cops, and a restraining order was put in place, and it was pulled, but he's going to take on the world lightweight champion. The aforementioned Khabib, I won't go into his last name, is tough, Nurmagomedov. But the bottom line is Khabib is like undefeated in 25-0, 26-0, 28-0. Whichever record keeper you go to, there's no ends, I mean no ones, next to his win mark. It's always o o o. So he's unbeaten. Guys wrestled lions, tigers, bears. Check out YouTube, I kid you not, for the UFC lightweight championship. Now my only problem with this guy being lightweight champion is... He's not really a lightweight. You know, yeah, he makes 155 at the weigh-in, folks. But, man, when you weigh 155 the weigh-in and then you come into the octagon at like a 180, 175, whoo, come on. You lay on top of a guy who's going to get tired right away. Bottom line is they got to put weight limits in effect in the world of mixed martial arts. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, and about a thousand other internet platforms. I think Tower of Power is playing tonight up there in Thunder Valley. Of course, April 3rd. Guess who's back? Brent Carter, Average White Band, Thunder Valley as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, Soul Side of Town, baby. The new Tower of Power 2020. Check it out. The new album is at towerofpower.com. They are the mighty boys, of course, from Oakland, California. Fabulous horn section. But get this the rhythm section is better than the Tower of Power horn section. I kid you not. Anyway, straight up, Jaime Munguia. Remember him? WB 154-pound guy. I thought he was really hot. Undefeated now, 34-0. But check out the guys who's been fighting of late. Of course, he fought Dennis Hogan. I thought he didn't win that fight. Hogan was 28-1. Of course, Hogan ended up losing to the Charlo brothers, one of the Charlo brothers a couple of weeks ago. And he fought Patrick Alatoy from Africa. Now he's going to fight Gary O'Sullivan from Ireland, okay? Um, he's fighting a lot of, like, second-rate guys. You know why? Because I don't think he's a real deal. Whether he's at 160 or 154, formerly the 154-pound champion, now fighting 160 pounds, I don't think Jaime Miguel is a real deal. I think he was a, uh, a figment of my imagination and that of the boxing world. Straight up, he can't, he can't close the deal anymore. I just can't. I mean, he's young, still young, but... You know, they said it was the weight. 23 years old, he couldn't make the weight. Now he's 160 pounds. We'll see what happens because he's fighting third-rate guys tonight. Javante Davis, you're a Gamboa. Not supposed to be that great of a fight as far as com- on paper is concerned. One guy's like 90 years old. The other guy's like young. But the bottom line is, you know, Tank doesn't always show up in the best of shape. But he looked pretty good in this condition. In this condition, I saw him, and even though he had a struggle to make, 100 and f- uh, to make 135 pounds, having to go back in and take off a pound and a half after the weigh-in. At the end of the day, it looks like it's Javante Davis's day. As far as Badu Jackson, sir, we wish him the very best of luck, man. He's a great guy who's been on the show in the past, and I don't want to lean to guys that have been on the show in the past, but he's a class act both in and out of the ring, so wish Badu Jack the very best of luck tonight. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That is the mighty tower of power. It is so very hard to go each week when I end the show. Of course, we ended after, God, 35, 36 years each week. Ring Talk Live Worldwide airs Saturday and Sunday. 
at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and a thousand other internet platforms. You could be doing a million things right now. The fact you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. The executive producer, the one, the only, Sky Cuddy. Next time, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs>